dude. All right. I got to tell you about my conversation with Cox on the phone. Yeah, I'm curious about this. So I've, like, you know, my bill's been the same for a very long time now. Basically, a couple years ago, maybe like almost three years ago, I had a conversation. I was on a long drive, so I got on the phone with Cox because I was like, I just want to talk about the services that I have and how I can maximize my my price so that I can I'm I'm only paying for the stuff I need and I'm paying as little as possible. So I get on the phone with this guy and he is super nice and we chatted for like an hour and he basically told me, here's the deal. If you have more than if you have two or more services with Cox, you don't get price hikes. But if you only have one service like just internet, then your bill might go up by like $5 or um, something like that, like every six to six months to a year. So I'm like, all right, fine. Just leave me on the TV thing. I just don't want to pay more than a hundred bucks a month. And he's like, that's fine. Like, we'll put you on this thing that like, it has a, a bunch of channels, but it's not like crazy. And you don't get any like the sports packages or anything like that. I was like, fine, I'm not, I'm not going to watch it at all so whatever i just don't want to pay more than 100 bucks a month he's like all right great so then i get my bill like a few weeks ago and it's 147 and i'm like okay well i'm not gonna pay an extra 50 bucks a month right so i'm like time to give him a call again figure out what the deal is and uh so i call in while i'm in vancouver and uh Cause I, cause it was like, I had, I saw that it was like too high and then my due, my bill due date came, but we were busy getting ready for the trip and stuff. And I was like, well, I'm not going to pay this until I call and talk with them. Cause Wait. I don't know why I'm getting charged so much, so much extra. So it went up $50 from one month to the next. Yeah. It wasn't a gradual. No. It was just from yeah. under hundred bucks to yeah. Almost one fifty. I think oh, I was okay. paying like one oh three or one oh five or something like that. And so it was, it was very obvious. It wasn't just yeah. like all of a sudden you're like, wow, this is ridiculous. No, it was like, it was like immediately, whoa. Way too much. Okay. And I was like, yeah. all right, I need to I'm gonna have a conversation with them before I do anything. Before I give them any money. So but then so then it was like it ended up being past due because I didn't like pay it when it was due and I was like waiting until I had a chance. So then I got an email from them while I was in Vancouver and I was like, I'm just going to call them right now and take care of it. I called up the lady on the phone. It was like outsourced first. And so the lady I was talking to, she didn't speak super great English or anything. And she was just kind of like, you know, this is billing. If, if you want to make changes to your services, since you're past due, you have to pay your bill before like we can make any changes. But She's like, basically, it just changed because you were on like a discount. Like that was like a, it was like a 12 month discount or something like that. And it ended. And so it just went back to regular pricing. And I was like, all right, well, I don't want that. And she's like, all right, well, I need you to pay your bill. And then I can get you over to somebody who can change it. I'm like, all right, fine. Whatever. So I paid my bill. And I'm like, that makes sense to me. They do those things where it's like, oh, it's a promo price, you know, and then it only runs for like a year and then it goes back up. I thought it had been a couple years, but maybe it's only been a year that I've had this specific thing. So I get on the phone with this next lady, right? And I'm expecting it to be like last time I got on the phone where I'm like, hey, what's up, man? Like, I just want to, 
talk about my bill, talk about my services, see how I can save money, you know? So I get on with this lady and I'm like, Hey, you know, like this is the deal. Like, you know, I was paying like around a hundred. It just jumped up to 147, and I just want to figure out how I can kind of get that back down. And she's like, well, you were on a discount and it ended like right off the bat. She's being like condescending. And I'm like, okay, well, I understand that I, but I want to pay less. So how can I pay less? Right. So she's like, well, you have this, like the monthly tech support thing where you can get support from us. If there's something wrong with your service or whatever for free. I was like, Oh, I don't need that. Like we can take that off of there. She's like, but I was like, but that's only like, isn't that only like seven or $8 a month? Like my bill went up by like $40 or $45. She's like, yeah, but you have that on there. So like, if you don't like, that's obviously like taking up like some of that, you know, like, okay, well take it off then. I don't need it. You know? So then, so then I'm like, you know, what, what can I do to get down under a hundred dollars? And she's like, well, you need to understand you were on a promo. Like you were on a discount and now it ended. So that's just regular pricing. So there's not anything I can like do to like just make you pay less. I was like, all right, well, what if I got rid of the TV? Because I don't need TV. And, And the only reason I had it was because somebody told me that I wouldn't get price hikes if I had it on there. And she's like, no, that's not even remotely true. Like that's, that is, okay, like, well, it was who, one of your employees yeah. that said it. So I was like, you didn't pull well, that out of your ass. Like, like somebody who works there told yeah, me that, it, but like, I'm not, and I'm not, that's okay. If that's wrong, then fine. Then fine. Like, if that's wrong, then, but she's like, you just need to understand, like, that's not how it works. I'm like, well, you don't understand, lady. I don't care. Well, clearly it's not true because my <laughs> bill went up fifty dollars. Yeah, like, exactly. I, like we, I'm here now. I understand. Yeah, we're the, we're past that. Yeah, we're, <laughs> you know, like please, you fucking loser. Like, so just like please help me. Like, I'm just wow. can you can you help? Especially me? for is a there cut. Anyway? So is is okay? Really quick though, is she in sales of like, or is she in she's service? In, like she's customer in, service. Dude, for, the thing is, she's in retention. So they sent me over to retention because I was like, oh, like she's in like, hey, we want to keep you as a customer. Wow. So and she was sure. obviously having a bad day, dude. And dude. I and she was not <laughs> happy with me. And I, I was like, not. look, I like whatever that guy's like. I, we had a whole conversation. I remember clearly what he said. And that was why I decided to stay with having TV service. Maybe he was just trying to get me to keep TV service. But. Is what he said. That's the the assumption I've been operating under. So if that's not the case, then I might as well just cancel the TV. She's like, and then things started to change a little bit because ah. it is not her job to get me to cancel services. Yeah, very you, you much said the, the opposite. Buzzword. Oh, you can take off X Y Z. Oh, yeah. Wait, because <laughs> I said, because I said, how much would my bill be if if I just took off the TV? And she's like, well, you'd be without the TV and without the tech support, whatever it is, you'd be at like $90 a month. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's pretty good. And I don't use the TV. And if I'm not going to be avoiding price hikes, then there's no reason for me to keep the TV. And she's like, yeah, but like, you need to understand, like, that's just not how it works. Like we don't prevent you from getting price hikes. If you have more than one service, I'm like, 
I know. I get I get that that's what you're saying now. So why don't we just get rid of the TV? And she's like, well, look. And then she had she's like, look, if I apply this discount on there, you're oh. down to 110. And that's basically what you were at before. You're at 110. So you're basically there. And you still get to keep your TV. Like you had HBO on there, but you said you don't watch HBO. So we took that off. Taking off a couple of these other things, you're down to like 110. But by this point, dude, I was like, I was like, because my my whole thing is I work in customer service, but also I just feel like people who are in a customer service role deserve to be treated with respect because it's their company. Like they work for the company. I'm just there to talk with them, but I am a customer and I, I do, I am entitled to say, this is what I want. And if they, if they're going to tell me no, then that's just the way it is. I was annoyed with her though. Like at this point I was just annoyed. Right. And she was basically telling me if you just like, I've got it now where you're back down to what you were last month and you can just continue that way. And I was like, no, I'm just going to cancel the TV. Nice. Yeah. And she was like, she was visibly frustrated, like, or audibly frustrated. Audibly, yeah. Definitely not visibly because we were not FaceTiming. It was on the phone because that's just how it is when you talk and call. That would be so weird if you had to do customer service on FaceTime. Video chatting, dude. That would be, That'd oh, be gosh. really weird. I feel like people would do things that they really shouldn't do if that was a thing. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like there also would be a lot of tech support people that wouldn't be as rude. Yeah, right. Because like it's easy to be rude to someone that you can't see. Yes. Like just on the phone, you can yeah. be like, "Oh, this person sucks. I hate them already." But when you actually are looking at them, it's like, mm, mm, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but anyway, but so, yeah. So I, <coughs> so she was mad. She was mad at this point because she realized, oh, I messed this up. This is kind of my fault because now he's canceling stuff, and I probably could have prevented this if I hadn't been such a meanie earlier on because i really don't want (laughs) to say really vulgar things about her because you know i mean she's good like you said she could have just been having a bad day day. yeah so then i'm like i'm like yeah i'm just gonna cancel she's like well all right yeah it's canceled so yeah you'll just have the internet now i was like great do i need to bring in the box she's like yes you need to bring in the box do i need the remote too yes okay have a good day. All right. Thank you. Goodbye. And she just like hung up. And I was just like, she did. Uh, wow. Dude. She mad. She mad. And you know what? I will admit I've been there, you know, like I'm in a bad mood. I walk into a client's house. They're kind of coming at me a little bit with something. And I'm like, no, I'm not taking any of this shit today. And then it turns out that they were just coming on a little strong, but like, they're actually a nice person. And now I just feel bad because I was just kind of a dick about stuff instead. I'm like, well, I think I just ruined this whole interaction just because I thought I was going to be a big man coming in here and being like, I'm a, I'm a geek squad and you'll do what I want. You, whatever. So here's okay. So that's, that's, I mean, that's kind of funny actually. It was like, fun. Honestly. And Kara kinda... and Brennan were just in the same room with me. Cause I was in the living room. Yeah. They were just like, Kara was like on her phone and Brennan was like on his computer and they were both just like glancing out of the corner of their eye, just like <laughs> watching me while I was just on the phone. I just had my AirPods in. So I didn't even have my phone in my head. I was just like sitting there just like talking to this lady and, uh, they were like, Oh man. Well, that sounded like it did not go well. So once you said she was in the retention, like the customer yeah. retention side, 
I like right when you said that in my mind, I was like, please tell me you ended up canceling one of your services. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Cause that's her whole thing. Like that's, she's got to prevent that. Like, yeah. I guarantee you like her quotas that she has to hit is the amount of people that either upgrade a surf. Like she can get people to say, okay, well if I add something else, then yeah. your bill will go down. Like they're looking for either yeah. consistent or adding, yeah. not taking away services right. that, you know, but the whole thing too, like she's all pissed off saying that, you know, she kept repeating herself like, no, they're, you know, yeah, that's not how it works here. It's like the only reason you added TV to begin with so that your bill wouldn't go up. Yeah. So if your bill's going to go up regardless, then take off the TV. Cause the only reason I had it there was so my bill didn't go up. Right. Like, what does she not understand about that? Like, yeah. it's pretty simple. Like when I talked to that guy a couple of years ago, I told him, I was calling in to cancel my TV. I was like, I don't need the TV anymore. Like yeah. we had, we got it when we, like when we got married or something like that, it was like, Oh, get the TV because it, you know, it was like same price. They were doing some promo. So it was like same price as your internet, just with TV as well. And I was like, all right, great. Put it on there. And then it had kind of worked its way up or like the promo and whatever. It's like, cancel it. And he, and he had a whole conversation with me, but he was real sweet about it. She was salty but he was sweet and he was like, you know, like this and this, he was kind of just buddy, buddy with me. And I was like, all right, like sounds good to me, man. Like that yeah. sounds good. And he might've just been lying about everything, but he was a nice guy. So I was like, sure, whatever. And at the end of the day, like I don't care that much, but I'm not trying to spend an extra $50 a month on yeah. my bill. You know? Well, and that's the thing is with most of those, you know, DirecTV, Cox, all that. They're always running promotions anyway. That's how my parents right. got NFL Sunday ticket for like three years in a row because they <laughs> called at the yeah. beginning of the, of the NFL season complaining about how they pay all this money every month for all these channels and we don't get NFL Sunday ticket and then they give it to you. Right. Well, now they stopped doing that. Now they're like, my mom called it like this last, uh, it's, uh, not Super Bowl, this last NFL season at the beginning. Yeah. And they were like, kind of the same thing dude they're like no we're not and she's like oh like there's nothing unless you want to buy it she's like really like what if we leave they're like you can leave like i don't know it's like wow you guys are you guys are hardcore now so i don't know if the if the tech companies like that are getting wiser to the fact that I mean, I don't know. It's pretty obvious that people, you know, they wait until their bill goes up and then they threaten to leave. Yeah. And then, you know, but it's just, that's the name of the game, you know? Yeah. I think the thing that, I mean, at least for me, I just absolutely hate internet service providers. I just think that they are spawn of the devil, dude. Like they are just evil because at this point, internet, not TV, not even necessarily telephone in the traditional sense internet specifically is a utility you have to have it most of the time like 95 percent of people have to have internet in their home in order yeah. to like get by and do their stuff you know like everything in your house runs on wi-fi now you need a, you need an internet source to run all that stuff and so the fact that you are like held over a barrel by these companies is just stupid. And I, I'm just like, like I never call in to TEP or Southwest gas talking about, Oh, 
how can we make sure my bill is lower? And it's like, cause they don't do shit. They, like I just pay just whatever rate. I use. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah, like, whatever I, I use, just, whatever I, I, yeah, I pay it. And it's that, that's yeah. it. That's how I want it to be with my internet. I want my internet to be provided to me so I can use it. And then I don't want to think about it anymore. Yeah, that's that's actually an interesting point. I never thought of internet as a utility, but that would almost and, and but the problem is is that it would have to be regulated and it would have to be dropped way down in price because yeah. right now, I mean, the fact that like cuz I've always wondered why the hell are internet like I understand that a lot of what you're paying for is on the back half of you know, well, why is like, let's say Gigablast, for example, why sure. is it so expensive? Well, because there was a lot of research technology, manpower that had to make it happen. And someone has to pay all that. That right. goes directly to the consumer. That's how it works. Like, right. So I get why it's more expensive, but at the same time, there's, it can't be that much right. of a price difference between, you know, 150 megs and then going to Gigablast being like hundreds of dollars. You know, it's like, Why? Every couple of years, they'll just give you faster internet. Yeah. Like they'll be like, "Hey, we bumped up your internet speed yeah. down. Like the slowest people have faster internet now, so that means everybody else has faster as well." Well, remember when it? Remember when like three G was the thing? Yeah. Now, I mean, when I was working at the hospital, I was down in that basement, yeah. freaking, and there, the my phone would say three G, and I'm like, "What am I, a peasant?" Like. <laughs> What is this Your phone's shit? almost yeah. useless when it's on 3G. Yeah, it was on 3G and I couldn't even do anything. Because back when we had 3G, we didn't even have phones that had like full browsers on them pretty much. Yeah, they were just so like you couldn't basic, load a whole yeah. web page. Mm-mm. And so you, now you need 4G to load a whole web page. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it just takes forever. Yeah, LTE and then like sending 5G and yeah. whatever. It's on its way. Well, that's crazy. Yeah, it was a, it was it was a fun interaction because yeah. I was like, you know, you in those moments where you're like, dude, this person's angry, but like, I'm not angry because I'm on vacation right now. Like, see, that's the difference, too. You know, like I was on vacation. So yeah. I'm like, lady, I am just chilling on the couch <sighs> in this nice apartment in North Vancouver, like hanging out i just had a nice big breakfast and you're gonna be getting all mad at me like sorry it's not gonna bug me i'll just cancel my tv and then i'll be done with it and also like a little bit of screw you on my way out you know oh you really oh oh, there we go wow look at that perfect that's the move right there that is the move i feel like i should put my ice cube in or my ice ball in and then put the you, you, since you, I, you may want to do that since i don't have it in there yet for those of you that are listening uh that was me putting in an ice cube that was almost the same diameter as my glass so it uh it was almost a almost a bad time it's an over almost an overfill situation overflow helps a little bit maybe we'll talk about the whiskey in a minute in the meantime welcome to the whiskey boys podcast i'm shane and i'm john and this is the podcast where we talk about whatever we want to talk about. Yeah. And if you don't like it, you can leave. Because it's our podcast. It's ours. We, we paid for these the microphones. We, yeah. And and we, and the We paid bean. for the whiskey. Yeah, and the whiskey. And we, you know, we we paid for the stuff. Yeah. So yeah. We talk so, about what we want to talk so about. So enjoy it, damn it. Yeah. 
You sit there <laughs> in your car. Yeah, I'm what talking to you, guy what if or lady who's if, sitting in their car or at their job with their headphones in right now. What if now? they're standing? Or standing. You sit down. S- just sit down right now. Grab a chair and sit down because I, I got something to tell you. We're going to talk about whatever we want, and we really hope that you enjoy it and that you keep listening. That is true. So... <laughs> So aggressive. This was a big weekend for me. It was. This past weekend. It was a busy week. Not to talk more about myself, but here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here we go. Uh, Cara and I went up to Vancouver. How was it? To visit Brennan and Michelle. It was fantastic. We had a great time. We were there for four days. This is their new place, right? This is their new place. So they moved in. They've been living in like a basement suite below someone else's actual house for the past five or six years, almost mm. six years, I think. And so they moved, they bought their own condo in like downtown North Vancouver. And it's like right on, well, you saw it. You probably saw from like my stories. Yeah. I, you know, it, took, it looked it pretty some, sweet. Not going like, to lie. Yeah. Like you walk it outside. Like a really cool area too. Yeah. Like yeah. there's stuff everywhere. There's like, restaurants and breweries and and uh sushi places and ice cream shops and like stuff like all within like like you walk like five minutes at the most and it's all like right there and it's everything is so clean and everything is so well maintained and it was just it was fantastic we did eat a lot we ate a lot but we did a lot of walking too which Probably didn't offset the food enough. But it was vacation. You're it was vacation. You're supposed to eat. That's a the lot thing. Like vacation. we were, we Pretty were enjoying out. all the cool food that was available there. Yeah. The seafood, dude. I mean, it's like, it's just so good. You know, like it's so fresh. The portions are bigger. So like, you go get sushi here. You know, it's gonna be like you get like nigiri. You know, it's gonna be like a little piece of nigiri like that. There, it's like this large piece of fish because. They have so much of it, yeah. you know, and it's all fresh. And even like the crappy sushi places, that's our favorite thing to get when we go up there. We get sushi because we love sushi. It's like half the price of what it is here. And even the crappy places are better than here because the fish is still so fresh. Yeah. So it's it's great. We had a great time. And then, and then on Sunday, I turned 30. Turned 30. Which Congratulations. It was really fun doing that like while we were there you know i i don't really spend my birthday outside of town most of the time eh, not usually i guess um but and i don't really usually make a big deal out of my birthday you know i i am somebody who subscribes to the idea that birthdays should be a special day for the person celebrating it and i i don't know i sometimes i'm i'm kind of like I feel like people are a little bit, especially dudes, they'll be kind of like Scrooges about their birthday. They're like, I don't want anybody celebrating my birthday. Huh? I, I don't want any, just don't talk about it. You know, it's like, dude, this is literally the one day of the year where you can be like, today's about me. And people will just be like, yes, it is. Cause it's yeah. your birthday. Happy birthday. You know, you get the it's emails like, at work. Well, yeah. Depending yeah on where you know, you, work, you get the emails, you get like the texts and you get to have that, that, healthy level of self-centeredness just all day and i and like like you thrive on that (laughs) i love it because if i can just talk about myself all day (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, please. Yes. I will do that. And I will enjoy oh, that's it. That's cool, though. It's like, it's like, it's funny because I was trying to tell that line between like really enjoying the fact that it was my birthday and we're, you know, we're kind of just doing stuff that I want to do and enjoying it. And also like being silly about it. Like I'm kind of doing the whole Michael Scott thing from the office where he just makes a huge deal out of his birthday, but people don't really care. And then it just like, makes oh, him really sad. Super, and like, yeah. It's like really upsetting because he's like, it's my birthday. And then like Kevin's like dealing with like skin cancer. And so then they're like, we don't care about your birthday. And then he just gets like super pissed. He still. just wants people to make it special for him. But like people don't really want to. Fortunately, I have an amazing wife who is like, it's your birthday. We're going to make it special. And I'm like, cool. I don't even, I don't even have to do anything. Like she's like, we're going to eat some fantastic breakfast. We're going to go out. We're going to get some drinks. We're going to do it. You know, and I'm like, great. So it was Sweet. really fun. We had a great time. And in a lot of ways, that day was similar to the other days that we were there. We ate breakfast, hung out, ate lunch, walked around outside, just kind of got some exercise. And, uh, but Kara did make a banana cream pie, which is my favorite pie. That is an and amazing it was pie. Incredible. She yeah. put a layer of chocolate in the bottom. What? That's the oh, that's the move, yeah. dude. You get banana cream pie, but I've with a layer had. of frozen chocolate on the bottom. Oh yeah, dude. That's that's like next dimension it shit is right so there. So good. That's, that's, so good. That's nuts. There were nuts on it. <laughs> oh. well, I hope there were. <laughs> there were some nuts on the top. You know, the little like, crushed uh, yeah. walnuts or something yeah, like that. Some of that. You have to have. Isn't that like part of like? I don't know. I've never made one. Well, yeah, but you've well, had them before. Make it for me, and then I just you just shove my spoon in there true. and just go to town. You that's know, that's true. Like I think there's nuts on top, but I'm just trying yeah. to get to the. Banana. Like if you asked me what makes up most pies, I wouldn't know. Right. I just it it mostly it's covered in a ton of whipped cream anyway. Usually right. with some ice cream, and then it's yep. all just I don't even know what it looks like. Exactly. It lasts five seconds. Yeah. No, that's cool though. So th- I mean, the day was fun, that's but it's cool. also it's just. It's momentous, dude. I mean, turning 30. Yeah, 30. Like, That's crazy. Yeah. Because, see, I still have always viewed you almost the same age as me, and we're just not the same That's age. That's usually what we're I think, doing. too. That's usually like, how I feel about it, yeah. you know? But, like, <clears throat> stuff really starts to change. You, start, you turn 30, and, I don't know, it just feels like you're kind of turning a corner a little bit, you know? It's like... You woke up Monday with a backache. I'm not in my 20s anymore. You know, like your 20s, it's just like people kind of just associate your 20s with like wild, wild west. You know, it's just like, you know, you might be 21 and partying and, you know, doing all this crazy stuff and staying up late. Or you might be 27 and doing that exact same thing. Or you might be 21 and working a nine to five job and like hustling and doing you know doing that stuff or you might be 28 doing that you know it's like anywhere in your 20s is kind of just like whatever yeah and uh it's not really that way once you turn 30 people are kind of like you gonna get your shit together or yeah what's uh like all right you're you're not married yet what's the plan what's going on what's what are you doing or like or like oh do you you, what what kind of job you have what do you you know oh so you don't have kids are you saving up to buy a house then no also people, really. i feel like as he there's a comedian that that does a bit on this uh louis ck i think's the one that does the bit 
uh, at least the one I'm thinking of, but, um, where he talks about how, like, uh, you know, when you're in your twenties, you know, and you like, you have a full-time job and people are like, wow, that's so great. Like, what do you do? And he's like, and he, he uses the example of 40, but I feel like 30 kind of falls into the same category, but he goes, when you're 40 and you tell someone you have a full-time job, they're like, good asshole. You should like, <laughs> no yeah. one's proud of you for like accomplishing yeah. a, a, a full-time job or how, you know, and everyone's like, yeah, that's what we all are doing. Asshole. Like go, go do your job. Go, like go you don't do get to job. dick around anymore. Yeah. What are you talking about? And I, I really have actually been, I don't know. I, I've been kind of over the past couple of years, I think, kind of shifting at least my own mindset around you know you can kind of start anything at any age you know and and if you want to make a change at some point it's okay to do that you know like I didn't go to college but or I didn't graduate at least and if I wanted to get a degree I could start now and that'd be that would would be doable you know absolutely absolutely and so um you know I I don't really feel like I have this pressure of like, Oh, you got to like start figuring stuff out. And I mean, I do work a full-time job and, you know, am able to provide for myself and for our household to a certain extent. Um, and so I don't feel like I'm just like a burnout by any means, but you know, it's a, it's an opportunity to kind of go like, what are the next 10 years going to look like? You know, what's my, what do I want to do? What do I want to accomplish? Do I want to make any changes? You know, how do I want this next 10 years to be different from the last 10 years? Cause you only got one life to live, man. Like I'm only going to be 30 once. Well, I'm going to be 30, like 365 times, I guess. Yeah. If you want to look at it that way. But or like how many hours? Uh, a lot of hours. I don't want to do this. It's too much. Minutes? It's too much. No. Dude, how many seconds are you? <laughs> Too much, dude. I can't. No, that's cool though. I yeah. So it's uh you know we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. You got to kind of just. I think it's it's just an opportunity to kind of go like all right, like take stock of my life a little bit. You know what are the things I want to see and what are the things I want to do before I'm 40 and just really old at that point? Cause that's, yeah. that is old. Old. That is <laughs> Once you mega, hit 40, that is, it is just, it's over. You, it's over. Down. Yeah. You, I mean, you're already on the downhill. You got you're, like, you're heading over a cliff. You got like three, maybe four you're, good years left. Yeah. Once you turn 40. I mean, at least in your knees for sure. Yeah. That's what I hear anyway. If that. I, yeah. My knees are already bad, so yeah, same. They'll probably I'll probably yeah, be can't in wait to see what they're the doing in 40. 40. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a disaster. Mush. Yeah. <laughs> you know a lot of people are over 40 that listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, but no, yeah, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sucks for you Sucks. guys <laughs> out <Sorry>. there. <laughs> I'm pointing out the window right now. <laughs> You're out there listening. Not right now. At eight o'clock. At eight o'clock at night. So don't don't tell them the time. It's a secret. Why in the hell? We're like Batman. We're both Batman. What the hell? What do they think? We're just doing this at five a.m. drinking, slamming whiskeys. I don't know what they think. What if? What if? What if that was the plot twist? We do whiskey boys (laughs) before work. 
Sunrise whiskey. Sunrise was just hammered by the <laughs> No, that's Who not knows? how it works. <laughs> it's the middle of the day it's <laughs> somewhere in the world right now. We're both on our lunch breaks. <laughs> no, that's just knock out a recording really quick while we're Because I have coworkers that listen, that's not the case. They probably know that. I feel like they probably know that. Yeah, well, you know what? It just takes the one person to be like, oh, do you know that John goes and drinks whiskey on his lunch breaks? And then, you know, and they get suspicious. You don't have to drive a car for your work, though. That's all I do. What? Just drive vehicles. Because I'm an auto mechanic. Kind of. Uh, Ah. 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 Let's talk about something else. Technicalities. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Dude. I am enjoying... I'm enjoying this whiskey because this is a good contrast. We got two on the table this week. Yeah. Very different. uh, Very different. In a lot of ways. We've both had both of these before. Correct. Although I've only tried the uh, darker of the two one time yeah so what do we have so today um so we have two obviously we have the michter's american which is uh here i'll hand you the bottle i think you've had this before I like have. in fact you I've had, had a bottle of this at one point right did you have a bottle uh, of that i don't know? think i've had a bottle oh, okay. of it before but uh, man it is just it's so very good so the cool thing with michter's american is that it is not made so that's called American whiskey and not bourbon because I noticed that yeah. it is uh, the way that they age it. It's aged in uh, used oak barrels as a so like the instead of new uh, oak, yeah. which you have to do for bourbon. Yeah, right. So, like so scotch is the used oak. Right, and so this I can't remember what they finish it in, but the finish on it is incredible. Which also Michter's American whiskey, which if you're curious in going and buying it or whatever. There's a brown label, which is their bourbon, and then there's the blue label, which is the That's what American whiskey. Here. That's what yeah, we have right the here. Um, the I the bourbon isn't as good, in my opinion. But the thing is, this is the whiskey that made me realize what a lot of bourbons could be if there weren't regulations on what classifies a bourbon. Oh, like yeah. Like if other bourbons sure. could just make a bourbon by aging them the same way that they aged this right. in instead of new but used oak barrels right what a difference it could be so absolutely one of my favorites that's in fact so you and i are finishing this bottle obviously because yeah, it's now empty it's we empty, just poured yeah. the last bit right now you think we should have taken a picture before we no like no that's why i said i'm gonna buy another bottle of that tomorrow oh you are yeah i was already planning on that so I... hmm? sometimes i don't listen when you talk i think because did you say that to me mm-hmm. yeah no i definitely did because i was like hey we're gonna finish this bottle but I was like, I'm going to buy a new one so we can take the picture. Maybe and I was you, hunched over my laptop. You actually like responded to you. You're like, yeah, uh, you're like, you're like, okay. That sounds like me. That yeah. sounds like something I would do when you're like talking Tip- to me and typical, I'm like focused on typical stuff. Self-centered Shane. Douche. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Not so, looking yeah. forward to this becoming a trend. It says. <laughs> <laughs> you started it. I know. At the beginning of the podcast. I know, but like. I, start. Uh, um, anyways. Anyway. So, so distilled in small th- batches according to the Michter's pre-revolutionary war quality standards dating back to 1753. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah. That's a really long time. Yeah, that that's is a long time. what is that like 270 years almost? Yeah. 
It's almost 270 years. That's a long time. So it's not, but it's not like they've been making this. Yeah. For 270 years. It's just that they're no. using, but the Michters apparently exist. Like they were a family before the Revolutionary War. Yeah. It sounds like that's what they were saying there. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, it was the Michter standards that they used even before the Revolutionary War. Yeah. I think some of that too can be a little, a little bit gimmicky. Because a lot of them claim that. A lot of them, not that particular, but, you know, they'll, we have the richest history and then we have, you know, and they have like one artifact that shows their family may have made whiskey, but they have no idea what. Well, it works because I am a sucker for rich history. Well, I'm a sucker for a sweet whiskey bottle. Yeah. Sweet whiskey history and a really good whiskey. And this, sweet whiskey, really? Yeah, it's it's so it's got a sweetness to it. So the funny thing with the, I, I sound like a alcoholic every time I say this, but this is the only whiskey I've ever had with breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, it goes great with bacon and eggs. Is I what I'm see saying. That. Yeah, I can totally uh, see because that because it's Pour so it on your pancakes, su- dude. You could make syrup out you of it. You probably could make syrup out of it. On it's- and actually, so there is, I believe there's syrup that they have from aid. They put syrup inside of like old whiskey barrels. Uh-huh. And then I think, I think you know, so, then you yeah. can have like bourbon syrup and stuff. Right. Oh, this yeah. would be a great one to do. Absolutely. Honestly. It'd be great. And you know what? It actually makes a pretty decent palate cleanser for our second whiskey. For the second one, which, uh, okay. So um, a little while back, what was it? Two, two episodes ago, we did uh, the E. H. Taylor, and then yeah. we were talking about Buffalo Trace. We've talked about Blantons, all yeah. that stuff. So this is one of the other ones coming out of that distillery, which is called uh, Stag Junior, which mm-hmm. is so the the like dad to this child whiskey is George T. Stag, which is phenomenal. Uh, a lot of people try to find that. It's really hard to find super expensive. So Stag Jr. is like a limited release. Uh, there's just, uh, I don't know. They release it in small batches, basically. But it's bottled at 64.2%. And they and you can tell just by uh, looking at it. Yeah, so it's barrel-proof, which means they pour this out of the barrel into the bottle. Yeah. So that also means, so every, every edition of George of stag jr is slightly different so last year's was actually one of the more popular ones and it was bottled it was actually people say it was actually more enjoyable and i believe it was higher proof i think it was up to like 65 66 just get a little bit of a different thing just a totally different thing a lot of people are saying they're not a huge fan of this one now i will say it is put it on stiff if you put it on ice it's actually pretty good um, I'm gonna have to try that. Which you may need I to try. I have not done that yet. So I've got it straight in the Glencairn glass, and man, it is, it is, pungent. Yeah, at sixty-four percent. I mean, gosh, this is one of those whiskeys that I don't care how long you've drank whiskey or how you enjoy your whiskey. It's it's tough. I mean, you're not just slamming this it's back. Kick you in the teeth a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But I like the flavoring. It's got a depth of flavor on it. It does. For sure. Especially at the end. Um, the th- See, that's the thing. With this kind of a whiskey, the the nose, on the nose smelling it, mm-hmm. is really rough. And the initial hitting your palate is really rough. It's the finish on these really strong ones that tends to come through, for right. me anyway. Um, 
So how do we know, like, is this aged longer? I don't actually know how long this is aged. I'm going to send you a video. I was watching this video the other day. I, I recently started watching this YouTube channel called Epicurious. And it's actually pretty cool. They've got a bunch of stuff where, like, it'll be, like, a novice chef, like, somebody who just, like, is, like, me or you trying to make something at home. Yeah. And then, like, somebody who's kind of, like, a home cook, you know? They really know their stuff, but they just cook at home. And then a professional chef, so it'll be, like, three levels. And they ask him to make the same thing, and then they just... It's kind of like you see the, each of their processes as they go through and make it, and they can make it however they want. So it'll be, like, making... Uh, you know, chicken wings or making um, lasagna or making tacos or something like that. And so you'll have this professional chef that is like building in all these flavors and like they, they're talking about the ingredients and all these different things and whatever. And then you have like this novice chef that's just like, I don't know, like there's a burrito one and the dude is like, the easiest burrito to make is a breakfast burrito. Cause you just make some eggs, you get some cheese, you throw it in there and you're ready to go. So he's like making like just a breakfast burrito. Right. And meanwhile, the, the, the middle chef, she is like a home cook and she, she knows her stuff. She uses like some, some Latin flavors and stuff. And then the, the level three chef is he's like a professional chef from Mexico. And so he's like talking about, he's using all these, like these chilies that like, and and like he's building in all this flavor he makes his own tortilla he like does this special trick where he like puts cheese in the pan and he throws the tortilla down on top of it to like melt the cheese to the tortilla so that when he rolls it like everything sticks to it and stuff it's like dude that's amazing but it's like so funny because then the guy's like you're gonna make your sauce right here and he's like just uses like sriracha and sour cream or something like that he just like mixes them together and like throws it on there (laughs) It's like, it's really funny, but they have another thing that we came across recently. That was a whole tangent, not the point of why I brought this up. There's, they have a whole other thing where, uh, it's like experts trying to figure out if what they're tasting is like trying to determine between like an expensive one and a cheap one. Oh, so it'll be like that. We watched one where it was like a whiskey expert and she was trying like two whiskeys and determining like which one was like the expensive one she got it right every time and she also talked about drinking whiskey with her breakfast she like oh, really? talked about yeah oh, wow. like having a glass of whiskey with breakfast she's a whiskey expert so i guess she probably just drinks whiskey she all the time drinks but, a lot of whiskey yeah. yeah but she but every time she would talk about this whiskey tastes like it's been aged longer like and it's not something that we really talk about that much yeah. but we also don't really buy we don't really drink like super expensive bottles here most of the time. Like most of what we've yeah. had so far has been under $80. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think maybe when you start talking about like, Oh, this one's only been aged for maybe five years where this other one has been aged for 25 years. Like this, yeah. that's where like a bourbon that's been 25 years aged is probably going to be jumping up, you know, towards the 200 mark or something like that for a bottle yeah depending on right what it is yeah because like we i think the oldest whiskey that we've drank too um i'd have to go back and look um kind of losing track of what we've already had on the epi- or on the, on the podcast but uh, a lot of scotches are 12 year 
So yeah. that one Scotch episode, those were pretty much all 12-year. Right. 12-year uh, yeah. Glenfiddich, 12-year Highland Park. Uh, the monkey shoulder. The knows, monkey right. shoulder is blended. That's, I mean, I mean that could be 12, 13, 14. Now, keep in mind, too, you know, the aging on the label is the youngest barrel that's in oh, it. Oh, okay. So sure. like in that batch. up there is a 21-year Scotch. That means that's the youngest barrel that went into that bottle so there yeah. could be a 30 year in there right but yeah. the absolute youngest so that's what classifies it as a 21 year so we'll have to do that one at some point that's probably gonna be like a single episode or like a single whiskey episode do you, do you know? think that they so is that something where they will like they'll actually put different um like different barrels into one bottle often mm-hmm. often often yeah do they often do that yeah because it seems to me like, at least for me, I would be like, I'm going to just put this barrel into this bottle and then I'm going to like try to get the rest of the barrel into another bottle before I have to like use another barrel or whatever. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, it seems like there'd be a higher chance that you would have a bottle that would only have one barrel in it because they're just filling bottles with barrels. Or do you think they're trying to get a mix? No, it's you're getting a mix. You, uh, unless it it says single barrel on mm-hmm. it, it, it's not a single barrel. That's wow. that's the actual. So when you talk about master blenders in, mm-hmm. uh, like whiskey distilleries, their job is so impressive because, again, just because it's easy, the Glenfiddich Twelve. Yeah, that's had the same pl- flavor profile for twenty years. Whatever. Sure. There's a master blender that tries multiple barrels, mixes them together to come up with that flavor profile. Wow. So they're so like that's their job. So he'll have like I don't know, I'm just gonna throw numbers out. A hundred barrels of this and twenty barrels of this and then that's gonna give you the flavor profile. Now there could be ten different I don't know, you know. But when he's mixing all that together, the Glenfiddich twelve and of course once you've been doing it for so long, I'm sure that you know they know like there's there's very obvious trends in what flavors they're gonna get so it's probably pretty you know you and i couldn't do that right you know but um yeah most of the time and i mean like i said so like that that's single barrel like that four roses so that came out of one barrel really they just yeah that's a single barrel that just was in there wow boom that's it and it's barrel strength so they literally did nothing yeah yeah. oh we talked about that one Mm -hmm. one time yeah yeah yeah, we did that one so this one uh yeah we did uh that might so that actually might have been one of the cut episodes that we cut one episode we did and i think that might have been it <laughs> why are you gonna pull back the curtain on our whole thing dude it doesn't matter everyone thought we were so cool and now they're just like oh these are really? just a couple guys that really? are that's, just like- the, that's that's what let the cat out of the bag <laughs> yeah that's we what just talked shit about 40 year olds <laughs> and 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 we've that's because 40 year olds <laughs> suck they suck. Oh, oh but, but telling them we cut one episode, that's the doozy. That's the... Fine. Fine. John, John, look. Listen. Listen. Okay. Well, you're throwing shit around is what you're doing. I got this thing in front of my face. I can't see what I'm doing. I love not having the boom today, by the way. Yeah, we... I love it. We're always we're always innovating over here we at are. Whiskey Boys Incorporated. <laughs> we're always trying to find a new way to... We have, we have a storefront. ...to record a podcast. And I, maybe it's just because we were antsy, so we're like, ah, we're just going to do it different today than we did last yeah, time. Yeah, I'm changing it up. But, John, listen. What? I think we need to go to a distillery. 
I feel like I have so many unknowns when it comes to I feel like I feel like, good idea. I feel like we need to go everything. to Delbach. Yeah. Where is Delbach? Uh it's Do you know where it is geographically? Uh it's like near downtown, I'm pretty sure. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty sure, like, it's past I-10, like, heading, yeah, like, towards. Like, kind of, like, west of downtown or something? Uh uh-huh. I think it's in that area, because there's a few down there over there. Sure. I'm pretty sure that's where they're at. We should do that. We should do that, and then, ooh, how cool would it be if we could get somebody from Delbach to be on the show? I think that would be pretty sweet. That would be cool. We would learn so much. And for the people who listen to us who actually like when we talk about whiskey, they would really enjoy it. They would also learn a lot. That would be fun. (laughs) Yeah, that would actually be super cool. Yeah, because that, that's one whiskey, honestly, because I don't have any. Well, I do have some right now, but um, that was definitely one of the uh, whiskeys. And that and Delbach is really cool, too, not to get off on a tangent of what we're drinking today. But Delbach's really cool because that has the flavor of more of a scotch because it's 100% barley. So it's a malt uh, whiskey. So it's not a bourbon. Sure. Delbach doesn't make bourbon. Yeah. They make malt whiskey. So um, really cool. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and so it's actually funny, real quick story about Delbach that was that was kind of cool. Uh, it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, my mom decided she was gonna blind taste test me. Shout out to John's mom. Woo! Hey mom. I don't. I, I think she listens to these. I, hopefully, I don't know. She does. She does. Yeah. I'm, she, I'm gonna tell her to listen to this one though. Yeah. She makes a cameo. Um, <laughs> not, not really. <laughs> but um. So she was like, hey, I want a blind taste test to you on wi- on a whiskey. I want to see if you get it. And I was like, oh. okay. So there was, I had brought over one or two bottles because we were having a bunch of people over. Mm-hmm. But this was before they got there. So there was, you know, she had like nine. Or, so she had like all my dad's whiskeys out on the table and mine that I'd brought over. And then uh, Trevor's, uh, Taylor's husband, his dad had brought over. I think he was already over. He had brought over like one or two bottles of whiskey. So there was a lot on the table. Like there was a lot to choose from. Yeah. And I, and I tried it, uh, you know, so she poured it. I, I walked over to the, to the thing and I tried not to go off of color. Cause I didn't, you know, I didn't want to go off of that. Right. So I drank it and I was like, Whoa, like it threw me off. I was like, what is that? Like normally I'm pretty good about like, Oh, that's a bourbon or, Oh, that's a, that's a scotch. Right. And I was like, is that a, is that a bourbon? She's like, I don't know. And I was like, hmm, uh, all right. So I was like, let you know, so anyway, trial and error. Like, so I mm. guessed one whiskey and I was yeah. wrong. And I was like, fuck. And I was like, that tastes like a scotch. I was like, this isn't whatever. And there was a scotch that was on the table. I was like, this isn't that, is it? She's like, no, it's not that. And it hit me. And I was like, that's Del Bach. I was like, that's 100% barley, yeah. which is why it tastes like a scotch, but it's not a scotch. And she's right. like, yeah, it was Del Bach. I was like, hey, ah, yeah. yes. So I... I was proud of myself because I knew there was something weird about it. Right. And I told Aaron that story and he's like, Oh yeah, that's yeah, good pickup on that. Cause it, it is one of those things you don't think about. But like for me, I was like, I can tell there's something weird, yeah. you know? And then, yeah. so I got it. So I was like, well, that's kind of cool. At least I'm not maybe a total moron when it, maybe yeah. I've, tr- I've drank enough and tried to learn enough that maybe I'm a little you kinda better on it. I bit. mean, yeah. not picking out flavors and like, ooh, there's orange peel on the second <laughs> finnet. Like, I don't know that shit, but I guess I could pick Del Bach out. <laughs> I guess so, man. <laughs> well, third time's a charm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's still good though. This Stag Junior is. I just I can't get over looking at the bottle, 
how dark that whiskey is. Like it's, it's sweet, just isn't it? Looks like it's menacing. It looks menacing. It looks yeah. evil. It looks like it wants just like to with hurt the you. with the stat with the rack, dude. With the yeah. freaking with those antlers on there, just like yeah. Was it? Was it like five point? Five point. I I don't hunt, but. Yeah, it's a it's a just a rack, and then it's got like, stag like in the in the old block, like almost the Wild West block letters. And then it's all scary on the back. It has like that like on the back right here. Yeah, it's like yeah. a black label with like the whatever that like with copper like the, the copper writing colored writing. Yeah, dude. Just, yeah, and then scary. Uh, yeah, it's scary, and then it's scary when it goes in your mouth because it, it yeah. is like it's terrifying. Boom. Yeah. It, Boom, boom, boom. But it's but on ice though. On ice, it's nice. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. You rhymed on ice. <laughs> it's pretty nice on ice. Check that out. All right, I said it. So twice. before we got into any main topic, I have to just say, so I house that for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thank you okay. again for doing that. Yeah. No, it, it was honestly, it was actually a lot of fun. Um, it, but got to take care of the pup. Dude, Remy's awesome, man. He's just. He plays pretty aggressive now, which yeah. uh, he did not used to do before. No, he he, he plays in pretty fact, rough. The bruises on my arm were from him biting down on my arm. Yeah, it was. You, I I was not used to that. Like he came at me. Like at one point, it was like not the first first day. He was pretty sad. Mm-hmm. He was being a little sad boy. Second day, he like started to get excited and he started flipping his head. You know, like when he'd bite yeah. his toy and flip his head really quick. Yeah. And he's like getting He'll all whip excited. You with that toy. Yeah, he will. And the TV or anything else that's in the area. Yeah. So then I like so th- I mean I'm used to playing with him, right? Dude, he like bit down on my arm and I was like, bro. <laughs> and then like he did it more and I realized I was like, fuck this, he's just playing. Like I thought yeah. he was like biting me. Right. Which he was. But I mean, and I had a jacket on, and even through that, like it left bruises. I was like, holy shit. He- and then yeah. Like, and then I started, and then I got super aggressive with him, and then he was like having fun. I mean, it was not a yeah. big deal, but, yeah. um, but no, it was, yeah. I mean, Remy's always just fun to, yeah. I mean, cause you can like push it. He's, he's a, a big dog, too. Like, he's he seems, big. like, I was looking at him, and it was like, dude, you're big. Like, you're a big dog. Yeah. He's probably like 65, 70 pounds, something like that. Yeah. He's big. Went, went on a walk. Boy. He loved it. Did you? Oh, yeah, nice. Went, yeah. went on a walk. He loves going on walks, man. Yeah, played with played with his toy outside and everything, and yeah, he was he was liking it. Yeah. Um, I also noticed one thing about him that was super funny. Every time you open that back door, the first thing he has to do is beeline it over to the corner of the yard to see if the cat is there. On yeah. The, behind the shed. Because that cat hangs out. Yeah. Did yeah, you it, ever it see the ran, cat? Yeah, it ran across while Did we. It? I was outside, and so was Remy, and that cat jumped on the wall. And oh, dude, on the wall, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I was like, he I thought, it, huh? dude, he didn't come over from the corner, like so behind this. So, like, I didn't see him. I could just yeah. hear him. And I was like, Remy, Re-, I called him like ten times, dude. And I finally got up, and he's like standing there, like looking at me, and he's yeah. like looking at the wall, and he'd bark, and I'm like, dude, it, the cat's gone, man. And he just he's, like, he's never been out <laughs> in that alley behind there. But he knows that it goes to the alley. He knows that that's a gate that goes to the alley. So he'll stand there and look at you like, open it so we can go out. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that because you will run and run until you catch yeah. that cat. Because sometimes he'll be barking and I'll walk over and look over the gate and I'll see the cat like slinking away in the alleyway because the cat knows like, oh, I'm safe over here. Oh, I'm fine. Yeah. But it'll hang out like right by that little bush. 
in the in the yard right there that oh, little that yeah. little tree that's over that uh-huh. that we water you know yeah. it'll hang out like right around that thing and so remy will see it and then he'll i'll open the door and the cattle still be in the yard i'll open the door and he'll take off and that cattle whoosh, right up the wall yeah it's a tall wall too it's yeah. like eight feet it's a tall wall but it was just funny because every time no matter what whether the cat's there or not remy has to like whoop, he runs over he doesn't yeah, care he like he runs there yeah. first cat's not there and then he'll like walk around kind of checks everything else out yeah it's pretty funny but all that to say the one thing i was gonna say is that i've never been in a home that has not one not two but three alexas (laughs) yeah and it was weird but and that's how we control our lights now like you can't really use the light switches no that much no but i also have to ask you were you guys fucking with me at one point yeah (laughs) okay Okay. I forgot about that. All right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm glad. Cause when I turned them like orange yeah. and then blue. Yeah. And stuff, what the fuck? And then I turned them off. Yeah. And then you, I, I was watching on my phone cause you can control it from your phone. You yeah. know? So I was like on my phone and I was like, here, I'm going to turn these off and see what he's doing. So did you hear me or no? Oh, so you, I can't oh. hear anything. So you didn't. Oh, house. okay. Cause like, I didn't, cause I was commanding them to do something when you did that. Oh really? Yeah. That's why I was like, so okay, so I don't know. Well, okay, what was your side of the story? Like, what? So you were just we were just I I can't remember where we were, but we were just like hanging out, and I was just like, I was just like, I'm just gonna I'm gonna turn the oh it's because Brennan has the hue lights in his house. Oh okay. So I was like, oh I want to connect my phone to that so I can control the lights if they're like upstairs or whatever. Um, but it it was just defaulting back to our house. Cause I have it on like the control from like the remote control thing. So I was like, um, I was like, Oh look, the living room lights are on. I'm just going to turn them off really quick. And so I like turned them off and then me and Carl were sitting there and I was like, maybe he's not in there. And then they like turned back on and I was like, ah, he's in there. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to change him to a different color. <laughs> I like changed him to a different color. <laughs> Fun All stuff. right. So here's what I was doing. Okay. I was watching The Office. Yeah. And I was sitting there and I I was I was going to make like an Instagram video or something like sure. showing like how did these lights are controlled and like how funny it is, like yeah. how cool. So I was like kind of playing with them anyway and I was trying to see like what colors you could do, you know? So I was sitting there and I was like, "Alexa, turn the lights to blue or whatever." And then like they turn blue. And then I was like, all right, Alexa, or I was like, Alexa, turn the lights to white, you know, and then it turns them to white. And I'm sitting there and about fucking five seconds later, they change color. And I was like, <laughs> so you were I, messing with them when I decided. Yeah, dude, it was you. at the same time. So then oh I was my like, gosh, that's so funny. So I'm like looking back at the Alexa and like the little light isn't shining or anything. Cause I'm like, maybe it like picked up something else I said, you know? And I was like, yeah. no. So then I was like looking over and then the, <laughs> fucking music room light came on yeah, and yeah, i was yeah. like all right what the fuck is this shit and i'm sitting there watching it and i was like and i was like all right i was like one of two things is possible yeah. i was like either one shane's fucking with me right now yeah. and has some kind of control that i don't know about in vancouver which is thousands of miles away yeah. but makes sense or it's ghost right and i was like i'm or hoping or it's a ghost like it's yeah. one of the two so then i changed the color of all the lights. Yeah. And then that fucking light changed again. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, shut the lights off. 
and I just sat there watching The Office in the dark. And I was like, these fucking lights come back on? I'm going to call Shane. <laughs> Bummer, dude. I should have done it one more time. I dude, was like... Well, because here, here's actually the weird I, part. I was sure you were going to text me or something and be like, well, what are you doing? So I was going to, but I was going to if it happened again. Yeah. Because I, but see, that's the weird part because when it didn't happen again, I thought in my mind, I was like, Shane's not fucking with me. He would have kept going. <laughs> that was my thought yeah. is I was yeah. like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, I should yeah. I should have done it just a little. Dude, bit I was I was like sitting there and I'm like looking at Remy, dude, and he's just like staring at me. You know, he's like laying on a pillow looking at me, and I'm like, yeah. you see shit like going on right now? Like he doesn't care. About to go down. He would have been barking if there was a ghost. Some fucking ghosts. That's the thing. He would have been like, "There's a ghost in here," but he he sees us changing the lights. All also, the time, you so have your kind of like whatever. You also have that lamp programmed to come on at five a.m. I'm sorry about that. You also didn't tell me about that. No, because I'm already up. So yeah. I was awake and I was laying in the, your bed and I'm like it on Instagram. It slowly comes on too. And like it just it, slowly came on and I didn't notice. And then all of a sudden I was like. Isn't that crazy? I was like, what the fuck is going on in this house right now, dude? <laughs> like, because that was, I noticed it the day after that shit happened. And I was it's like, like a wake up routine. Yeah. And I was like, dude. And then at that point I was like, all right, this house is watching me. I need to be careful. I li- <laughs> well, that's true. Jeff Bezos is very interested in what you're doing, and he's listening to everything you say in that house and us. So is the NSA. Yes. Listen um, up. But I got a little floaty in my... my oh, it's is that the stag? No, this is the Michter, but it oh. might be cork. Yeah, I was going to say, this. like, this one has cork in it. Some yeah. of them, because, yeah, this has a... And this is an old cork, too. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's probably, it's probably cork. just cork. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I just I love this mixer. Dude, it's the so mixers nice. is so good. It's so good. But yeah. yeah, uh it's crazy. I so I remember thinking, oh man, that that wake up routine is still on. And uh I was like, "You know what? I'm just going to I'm just going to leave it." Cuz I it, knew you yeah. got up really early it anyway, was fine. so I was like, yeah. I like the last thing I'd want is if you normally get up at like seven and then i have it to set to turn on at like five then it'd be like just really annoying because it's like what what the heck why is this light turning on when i'm trying to sleep you know but i was like oh he gets up early so i'll yeah. just leave it on and it'll just do its thing you know i yeah. figured you'd probably have the lights on by then anyway so yeah i i mean uh, at that point I, like i said i was already like on instagram and i was you know but i was like, just like laying in moving. bed you yeah. know and it's just but yeah it's like that's crazy like the f- fuck is this because it's so like abrupt when somebody turns the lights on while you're sleeping and you're like ah but when it like slowly fades on like that you don't notice it was weird man and then all of a sudden you're like it's getting lighter in here no that's literally like i was on my phone and it was like you know and i'm like looking at the screen brightness and then all of a sudden it was like like what the hell that light turned on but it definitely didn't turn on Mm -hmm. because if it was at that brightness turning on i would have noticed right yeah, it was weird, man. <laughs> that was bullshit. It's funny. Dude, the lights, though, man. I was like, yeah. it's either fucking with me or it's ghosts. That's all that makes sense. It's the only thing it could be. Well, I'm glad to know it was you messing with me. It definitely Dude. was. <laughs> Dude, uh, another thing that was really cool about going to Vancouver was, well, just in general, it was really nice there. 
it was probably it was colder than it is here but it didn't get lower than it does here so it was like a low of 38 a high of 48 so it's only like a difference of like 10 degrees which is nice because then you can wear the same thing all day long and not have to freaking shed all of your outer layers when it gets up to like 70 degrees in the afternoon yeah it was really fun but people here's the one thing that i noticed that's different like in our neighborhood if you see a dog off leash you should probably turn around and walk the other direction because there's a possibility that that dog will attack you because it got out of its yard or somebody like it got off of a leash somehow or whatever it is because people are dumb in tucson and like they don't like they have very unfriendly dogs that they like don't keep contained well and especially in my neighborhood it seems like there's a lot of people like that and we've had a few incidences where dogs have come running up to Remy and I'm like, good thing Remy's friendly because he would be freaking attacking these dogs because they're like barking and snarling at him and stuff. And sometimes I have to like sweep them out of the way with my foot. And like, it's like not that way in Vancouver. There's so many people with off-leash dogs, not as much in the city because it's busy. You know, you don't want dogs traffic to get hit by and stuff. traffic, yeah. stuff like that. But like, they have, like, there's a beach that we went to that's just, like, along, you know, just, like, right along the shore there. And there were, like, dogs everywhere. Like, there were so many dogs. And it was, like, that was, like, what it was. It was, like, an off-leash area. Oh, okay. So, like, but it was an off-leash area that was, like, two miles long. So, like, there were just dogs everywhere. And there were just so many dogs. And they would just, like, run up to you and be, like, Will you throw this ball? And then you just like pick up the ball and like toss it for them or whatever. Like they're just prancing around in the water. It's like cold. And they're just like, there was like a golden retriever laying in the water in like the shallow water, just like with his ball in his mouth, just like looking around, <laughs> hanging out and stuff. It's like, dude. So I think what we're going to do, our goal is we're going to go back up there in the summer. We're going to take Remy with us. We're going to drive up there. We're going to take Remy with us. And we're going to let him go run around with those dogs. I bet he'd like that. I think he would love it. Because he loves other dogs. He yeah. loves people. He loves everybody. Mm-hmm. He's the best. He's literally the best being on this earth. Yeah. He There's also got a, better. He got a lot of compliments when we were on our walk. Because I took him for one walk. I mean, you guys weren't people gone that long. People love him, like dude. four days. Yeah. But like, we went on a walk on Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. And it was like a long walk. We went like sure. two and a half miles or something. Nice. Um. And, but dude, like, I, there was probably a good five or six people that were like, like, dude, there was a crackhead on a bike (laughs) who rode by with a pizza in his hand and he goes, bro, your dog's beautiful. And I was like, (laughs) thanks, man. (laughs) Like, you just get, dude, like. I get, yeah. Dude, I've never. I get that pretty often, I mean, I don't walk a dog a lot, so I can't compare it to other people. Yeah, you know incidences where I'm walking, and then like sure. my parents' dog. Whenever I walk him at their house, I'm going through their neighborhood, and there's yeah. no one out. Right, like somehow yeah. there's just a lot of people around your neighborhood. There's a lot of people on foot. Be that as it may. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But there was like a one lady with a chihuahua who was like holding the chihuahua, and she was yeah. like, "Wow, you're." She's like sitting on her front porch. She's like, 
wow, your dog is beautiful. <laughs> I was like, thanks. <laughs> and she's like holding her dog, you know. Just yeah, she's distance. like, yeah, she's like, because her yard is like way, re- or her house was like way recessed back, and I couldn't even see her really. She's like behind a car and shit, and I just hear, wow, he's beautiful. <laughs> thanks, dude. That's the thing, though. He is. He's a yeah. very handsome dog. He is a handsome dog. Sometimes I look at him and I'm like, how the heck did we get you for free? <laughs> you know? like. Thank my sister for I that. I mean, we know we can thank your sister <laughs> for it. But, like, I look at him and I'm like, dude. Because he was very cute as a puppy. Yeah. You know, as a His little guy. His color's changed a lot, too. It has. Because he was mostly brown when he was a, yeah. a puppy. He's got more he didn't have of any that brown like, on, or he had, shepherd yeah. kind of color. He had like straight now. brown on his head, all on his back. Now he's got yeah. all that like gold. Yeah. Like on his head and his ears and all that. He right. He's got more yeah. gold. He just turned out really well. And he's just a really good looking dog. I, all the time I'll be walking him and people will be like, I like your dog. It's really pretty and stuff. Like, yeah. Thank you. I know. Thanks. He's great. Appreciate it. He's also very friendly. I mean, does it get any better than that? You know, he's like John Ham. You know, handsome, funny, friendly. <laughs> does it get any better? <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, and you just—that's the dream right there. John yeah. Ham is the dream. John. Oh, he's a, yeah. He's, I we're, oh, he's so we're, dreamy. We're exclusively talking about John John Ham now. We're not talking about Remy. Oh, uh, oh. Well, it's ah. Oh, well, I mean, it's, both. It's, yeah, it's both, both. Right. You know? yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. John Ham's great. Remy's great. he's he's great also. If Remy yeah. was John Ham's dog, wow, that would what be, a duo. It would be unstoppable. Whoops. <laughs> It'd be unstoppable. <laughs> they would be unstoppable. They would be a dynamic duo. You just—they'd be a force to be reckoned with. He could bring that dog on the red carpet with him. He'd be like Mad Men too. So let me. The men so, got even madder. Here's my dog. <laughs> That's not a movie. It's a TV show. There's no sequel. <laughs> I'm sorry. The only thing I can think of is the Office episode where he's. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Scott's talk he's about to break up with Holly. Yeah. And he's talking about how just a sexual ticking time bomb. And then he picks up the, the voice it's recorder like a and he goes time bomb. Yeah, it's a sexual time bomb. And he just goes, Boner Bomb starring Jason Statham. Where he go against the type Eisenberger, Michael Sarah. And then he just goes yeah. and then and then Dwight goes, Movie idea? No. Saving the world has never been this hard. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> Saving the world has never been this hard. He puts the tape recorder back. Boner bombs. Boner bomb starring Jason Statham. Dude. <laughs> uh, oh, so speaking of The Office, my my parents, yeah. my so Mia yeah. finally is watching The Office, and she yes. finally got my parents to watch it with her. Yeah. They're hooked. They're at the end of season two. And they're loving it. Oh my they're gosh. texting me now, like, like, oh my gosh! Like today, they were watching the drug episode, yes. the, the drug enforcement episode yeah, with yeah, Dwight. Yeah. And so then, Mia's watching it, and she's got your parents watching it too. Oh my gosh, dude! It's it's a great time in the Hansy household. If I could go back to the time when The Office was new, and I hadn't seen any of those episodes, oh, I would pay 
oh, I would the the money I would pay to go back to that feeling of when those episodes were brand new. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I would I would I would pay an amount of money that my wife would be very unhappy with. That is for sure. Yeah. But you know what? They're still good today, even though I've seen all those episodes at least fifty times. Yeah. yeah. Thirty times. It, yeah, a lot well, of times. Here here's know. how I know, like for me, I know that I've seen them all a lot, right? So my mom, I asked her today, I was like, She's texting me about it and I'm like, Oh, what episode are you on? She's like, Um, season two, episode twenty. And I don't know off the top of my head what episode that is, obviously. Sure. So I, I looked it up. I just went on Netflix and I looked and it's like uh drug enforcement and I was like Oh my gosh. And I start rattling off the funniest parts of that episode to me. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's a problem. <laughs> I mean, not a problem, but that's how but I like, know. Like, you know, like, yeah. and then the next episode I look is it's the, um, the, uh, the one where, Oh, compromise. Oh, and then yeah, the one yeah. where you also find out about the file that, uh, Dwight yes. has been telling to, or that Toby the has file. the complaint yeah. file. And then, uh, you All know, the so that Jim did, yeah, that Jim does and, and he thinks yeah. it's going to a special file in New York and stuff. Yeah. So I was just like, oh man, it's I good. like every episode, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like you're going to love that. Like, and then I just let him watch it. I'm like, I can't say anything. I just enjoy it. It's so crazy to me how good that show is. Like, and now it just feels like a, a comfy, warm blanket when I watch it. You know, it's like I've seen it so many times that I'm like, I know what's coming. I know what's going to happen in this episode, but I love it. And I'll just watch it because it's always funny, you know? Yeah. Um, But it's not a conventional TV show by any means. I mean, there's not another show that's done what The Office did. I think they honestly, they caught lightning in a bottle, like with the cast, the writers, the time. That, that I don't. Time, you couldn't do that show today. A lot of those jokes are would not be friendly for today's culture, but and it wasn't that long ago. It was like ten years ago. No, a but lot a lot has changed. Out, in, but but a lot has changed in ten years. But, to to the point where like, if you did those jokes, people would just be like, "That's in bad taste." You know, it, it wouldn't necessarily be like, you know, like the equivalent of like saying the N word. Or something. Oh yeah, but no, it, it, it would be like, but it'd be like, yeah, especially that's, that's a little on. bit tone deaf, you know. Yeah. That's 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 a little bit uh, that's that's not really in good taste with the way things are going right now, or something like that. You yeah, know? people people would definitely have stuff to say. I'm sure people had stuff to say when the show came out, but people like, are always gonna have something to say. But but yeah, I, I think you're right. I think that it was just the right, the just everything it the, and like even even down to. The seasons, character development, like the length of the seasons, you get a lot of episodes. Yeah. So much happens. I mean, there's definitely seasons that are better than others for sure. I mean, yeah. you know, I think their Absolutely. prime was like dead center, like beginning yeah. to dead center was like probably their prime. Yeah. It kind of falls. I mean, not falls. It's still, I just still enjoy those episodes when Michael Scott leaves and stuff, but it's just. It can't, it wasn't, there was never going to be a chance of it being the same after yeah. Steve Carell left. Yeah. Like, it just wasn't, you know? Yeah. He, he was just, he just brought this element of chaos to the show that just would be too difficult to replicate with another <laughs> character. But you know what I did notice, though? Hold on. 
man. <clears throat> um, one thing that I did notice though, after rewatching a lot of the office at your house, um, or more of it, I was on the, the part where Michael Scott leaves and then D'Angelo Vickers is there. And then they go, you know, where Will Ferrell comes in for, you know, two episodes or three episodes. Yeah. Um, I realized how cool it is that once that was done, Robert California was picked, becomes the CEO, and then everything dies down, and Andy's the manager. Yeah. I applaud the office for not bringing in someone new to fill in the manager position. They mm. picked a character that was already existing and made them the manager. Yeah. Like, they didn't bring an outside person in and let them fill in the manager spot for the next five seasons. Right. Or four right. seasons or whatever. I think they wondered if they should do that. Yeah. You know? I think they, I feel like they had... They, there was consideration to prop to potentially do that kind of thing. Cause how do you not, you need a lead, you know, you need somebody to kind of you be need that clue. boss role. Exactly. Um, I was actually watching a thing recently talking about how, um, Ed Helms who plays Andy was actually, he was supposed to be a limited run character. So he was actually supposed to leave the show when he went to anger management I've always wondered that he was, I think he was supposed to get fired. Okay. So I think that was the goal was he was going to get fired. Yeah. Cause he just comes, he's and in he goes just to short. Management yeah. And then he gets moved back. over. Yeah. It's because he was such a good improviser that they were like, we have to find a way to make him a viable character. Because when he left for anger management, he was not a viable character. He was like, so hated people. People hated Andy because he like they made you it made he made you feel bad for Dwight because he was so terrible. You yeah. Know? He was like so coming in as like this other and just alpha male. Gross. He yeah. yeah, like he was dumb. And like he's coming he, from this other branch and he's like taking over that like you know, and then he's trying to like wedge his, work way, his way in. in. Yeah, and like how like, manipulative no, he is to uh, Michael Scott. So you like feel bad for Michael Scott because he's like buddying him up. And yeah, you're like, exactly. oh, dude, screw you. Like, you're awful. He sucks. Yeah. You know, like he has his funny moments. Yeah. Which were really great for him. But like they're funny moments within that character that's like terrible. Yeah. You know, and that was the point. Like they wanted people to hate Andy, you know, because they figured ah, he'll come in. He'll be horrible. And then he'll be gone just like most of the other Stanford people, you know. And they were like, no, we have to find a way to keep him. So they brought him back, mellowed him out a little bit, and got him to start dating Angela, who treated him like crap. And now you start feeling bad for Andy because he's being treated by like crap by Angela. It's crazy. Like, oh, I kind of like Andy. What the heck? Why is she so terrible yeah. to him? You know, why is she cheating on him and with then, Dwight and all this stuff? And then they make a lot of references to. Dwight and Andy becoming friends. Right. Like there's a lot of times where like when Dwight references, you know, oh, and that rivalry turned blossomed into a really great friendship. Right. And then I think there's an, even another time where he, oh, he, and then later on when he's like, you know, I'd hate for us to run into a similar Angela situation. Yeah. Talking about Aaron, Aaron yeah. you know. So yeah, like that's crazy. I never thought about that, but that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. What's Aaron's real name? Uh, Kelly. Yeah, it's guy. That's yeah. Him. Yeah. That's some trivia that you gotta actually watch the show to know that. Yeah, you gotta actually. Charles, pay you needed me. All right, from now on, I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, we're stopping this right now. We're stopping the two Kellys. Oh my gosh, man, this is becoming an office lady. Yeah, I was gonna say that podcast. was that was a good ten minutes of office talk for those that hate the show. Whoops.
please go watch it. Yeah, if you don't watch The do. Office, I guarantee you, it doesn't matter what age you are, what your sensibility is in terms of TV. If you spend some time, watch more than one episode. Watch three and get episodes. Past, and I, even and start season don't two. Don't even watch season one. Just start season two. Just watch two. season two. Start from there because that's when they actually made it palatable. Season one is kind of like this stag. It is hard to swallow. Yeah. It's it's tough because yeah. they were trying to make it like the UK office and it was. Well, it was the same script. Pretty much. I don't yeah. think they changed it was, the script. It was very similar. Yeah. Very similar. They tried to make Michael Scott look like David Brent. I mean, they were really trying to go for yeah. that thing, but people weren't going to Ricky get into it. I here. really wish that they had had Ricky Gervais playing in more episodes of The Office. I wish they had brought Other him in a little bit just more. once. That would have been twice. Cool. Yeah, he only Which, by the twice. way, okay, sorry, real quick because I picked this up. Yeah. I don't know how I never paid attention to this. I always knew he was there, but Ricky Gervais plays David Brent, who Michael Scott runs into. Is it just assumed that we know that that's the same guy in the uh, UK uh, uh, teleconference uh, yeah. interview, like yeah. as David Brent? Because they don't ever it's say David his name. Brent. Yeah. Okay. It's. Cause I that, think it's intended to be David. Okay. Because well, like, it's the same. I mean, it's, it's the same, same guy. guy so. But it, it was one of those things I where I was like, like I never put the two and two together that like he makes two appearances on the show, right. even though I know I see him twice. Right. Like I just. I was watching it and I was like, oh shit, yeah, like he already met Michael Scott. It's like he already knows Dunder Mifflin. Yeah. And then that opening hit happened, so it makes sense, but they didn't play into it a whole lot. Like, hey, can I do an interview? You know? So, yeah. So So. so ridiculous, dude. Uh, So good. Well, I think we've uh, managed to take up enough of our beautiful listeners' time today. That's just about enough for one day. Enough shenanigans. Spend some wonderful whiskeys this evening. Yeah, I uh, Michter American whiskey, blue label, blue label. It's yep. the blue label. Check it out, and then Stag Junior, if you can find it. So Stag Junior is a bourbon, right? It's a bourbon. Yep. It's a bourbon. It tastes like bourbon. Burns like a bourbon. Burns like a bourbon. Bourbon. <laughs> Brewed like the Rockies. Oh, that that's not. No, that's Coors, that's but not, I don't know. It just yeah. sounded good. This is like really good stuff, and Coors is like really bad. And like well, I mean, you know, it's what we get. I mean, I could go for a beer right now. Yeah, have them. Maybe we could do that after we're done. Yeah. Just get more drunk. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>